Welcome to TuneIn YRDSB, inspiring learning through storytelling. So welcome to TuneIn YRDSB. My name is Kelly Bradshaw. I'm the guidance consultant, and I also have worked many years as a high school guidance counselor. Uh, today on the podcast, we are talking about secondary school. Starting high school can be an exciting time. Many students may also feel nervous about this change and often have questions about what to expect. Today on the podcast, I am joined by some experts to help answer some of those questions, what to expect, how to get the most out of your high school experience, who can help you with the tra this transition, and much more. So I'd like to invite our guests to introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Fola. I'm the student council president at Newmarket High School, and I'm graduating this year. Hi, I'm Tierka, and I was the student trustee this past year, and I'm in grade 11, so one more year left for me. Great, thanks for being here. Obviously, we're looking to get your uh, expertise on basically how you have managed high school. Um, so the first question I'm gonna ask is what would you tell your grade nine self? Honestly, I, it starts with, you know, everybody hears this, but it starts with setting routines because I know a lot of people think that, you know, you can take it easy in grade nine, grade 10, even grade 11, and that you can just kind of switch it on in grade 12, but no, that, it doesn't work like that. You know, you have to, what you're doing in grade nine for the most part is what you're doing in grade 12 too. And I know I regret not setting better routines for studying for sure. So the most important thing is to just have consistent and actually effective studying routines, figure out what works for you in grade nine and just make sure that you're doing that consistently. So it's just kind of a habit that you're, that you're just kind of bringing out in grade 12 and it's not something that you have to try and force yourself to do. I definitely agree. And adding on to that routine, I think you should make sure to have like healthy habits in your routine. For me, grade nine and 10 were okay because it was mostly online. I only had to focus on school. Then when it came back, uh, like we're all in person there's so many other things all the extracurriculars came back i had to hang out with my friends i mean i got the chance to hang out with my friends but it made time management so much harder so what ended up happening was a lot of unhealthy habits like lack of sleep not eating properly just like not sleeping and drinking a lot of coffee which isn't the way to go and isn't sustainable in the long run and i realized that having healthy habits like exercising every day sleeping eight hours, drinking water, really the basic things. It really makes you more productive and makes you like focus in class better and just thrive academically a bit better. The other thing is when I was in grade nine, I was really nervous about making friends because I just moved. So I was going to a high school where I didn't know anyone at. There was not a single person from my elementary school. And some of you might be going with people uh, to high schools with a lot of people that you know, or you might be doing a special program where you don't have any friends. And I think a really important thing that everyone says is just like, don't worry about changing yourself or reinventing the wheel or becoming this new person because in high school there's so many people and you'll have a chance to find other people who are similar to you and build authentic friendships. So really don't stress about changing yourself in any way. Uh, you'll be fine. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I was a bit lucky that I came from a school that's a feeder school to my high school. So I had, you know, a nice group of friends that I knew for a while, but, you know, just making friends with people you don't know, it starts, I just want to say, from the first day. Like, you come in on your grade nine day, talk to people. There's a reason they put you in groups that aren't people from your school. They want you to get to know people that aren't in your, that aren't from your school, because you're going to, those are the people you're going to see for the next four years. So just kind of talk to people and 
Just remember, everybody that you're talking to is as nervous as you are. They're as scared they're not going to make friends as you are. They're, you know, as worried that they might be an outcast as you are. So just talk to them. They're going to talk to you back. And, you know, you just can make these connections that are going to stay for the next four years. Because I can tell you, people that I knew on the first day, people that I met on the first day, like there's still, still the people that I say, yo, what's up, man, uh, in the hall every day, people that I can ask for, oh, I didn't really get this chemistry lesson. Can you help me? figure that out it's just you know making these connections from the outset is the most important thing to be able to know these people and to be able to say yeah I knew that guy from grade nine he's like an actual friend yeah and I think going back because unfortunately I know grade 11 you didn't have that grade nine day experience coming in so I think the students that are coming in those grade nines like you said like that was a really important day and it is a great day to be able to make connections with those new people that you didn't know coming from your feeder school so thanks for bringing that up because I think that's really important Okay, so how do you think uh, new students can get the most out of their high school experience? I think to start off, just continuing on what he was saying before as well, I think it's important to take the first step because I think nowadays, especially recovering from the pandemic, people might be more scared to reach out, more scared to say hello. Um, I noticed definitely when I came back just into high school, my first day was in grade 11, but even on that first day, it was just like people were a bit more scared to talk to each other. I think if you take the first step, other people will be receptive. So make plans, ask people to hang out, ask people to go out for lunch, just do those things so you can build those strong friendships because those will be the support system that carry you throughout high school. You know, to get the most out of high school, you know, I think, it, I'll talk from, from an academic perspective and from, you know, just friendship perspective, but the answer is the same both ways. It's join clubs, join extracurriculars because, you know, from an academic perspective, universities, they love people that can set themselves apart, you know, just having even a 95 hours, I can say from experience, isn't enough to set yourself apart. They want people that are part of interesting clubs, people that are part of interesting, you know, communities. Like they've made communities for themselves at high school, people that have set themselves apart as leaders. And the way that you become a leader in these clubs that you want to join is by joining from grade nine. So, you know, join these clubs. It's really important when you're making your when you're making your supplementary applications for university. And from a friendship perspective, too, you know, Meeting people that have similar interests to you, that's going to set you up for a really enjoyable high school career because then you have people that you can actually talk to things about that aren't just academic related. You know, you can, if, you, if you're interested in planes, I know here at NHS we have an aerospace club, so maybe you'll meet somebody who loves planes just as much as you do. And the same goes for any interest. And really it allows you to kind of get a feel for what you want to do in your career too because, you know, joining these clubs, getting to work with experts in that field, getting to hear seminars, lectures from people who might have more experience in that field for me. You get to say, you know, is this something I want to do? You might consider something that you weren't considering before. So just joining clubs is really important, both from an academic and from a personal perspective. Absolutely. I think I would love to have you two in my guidance office to tell or to come on grade eight visits to tell students that because I think that is such an important part. It's of course the academics are important, but to really find those people that are you're going to find those connections with chances are it's like you said, aerospace, you're going to find those, you know, people that are passionate about planes and everything else. So that is incredible advice. Thank you for bringing that up. 
One more thing I think is to do things that you're not comfortable with. So maybe you've been coding since you were a kid and you joined coding club, but also try joining a sports team or even like an intramural sports team. I think doing things that are outside of your comfort zone will not only um, like build that as a muscle memory. So throughout your life, you can continue to challenge yourself. It'll also allow you to find new interests, make friends with different kinds of people. Because I think that's huge because I was kind of forced to do that because of not having any uh, like any friends carried through to high school but I think a lot of people will go into high school and still stick with the same friend group same friends that they had from elementary school which is not a not a problem but I think high school to make the best out of it you should try and be friends with people who are different from you people who you weren't friends with before because it'll really expand your perspective and really improve your experience that's great advice thanks for that So what specifically can you think of? And I know you both entered high school at very, even though you're only a year apart, you were entering in sort of a normal type and you were entering in a, you know, virtual sort of environment. So what helped you transition to secondary school? Well, you know, I think it was being able to talk to teachers, how teachers were really helpful when I was transitioning into grade nine. And I took this for granted, especially once I realized this when COVID has started because it's really hard to talk to teachers about questions that you might have through a Zoom call. So being able to talk to teachers to go through any concerns that you might have, might have about the class, talk about even personal issues, because I know a lot of teachers, even though they're there to teach you, they also want to help you. So if you're struggling with something that's not academic related, they'll always help you with that. But being able to talk to teachers to go through concerns is something that just allows you to settle you know, your stomach a bit, allow you to be a bit more calm in what you're doing, so you're not stressing about the class you, when you know you have somebody that you can talk to, that you can go go over things with. And I know you're a guidance consultant. Going to guidance too really helps. If you have problems in a class that you feel like you might not be able to talk to a teacher about, might not be able to talk to your parents about, guidance is always there to help you. And especially with class concerns too, if you feel like you're doing something that might not be best suited to your skill set, guidance can always help out with that. I think two things. Firstly, to transition academically, you should figure out what study habits work well for you. Don't just like passively go through it like he mentioned earlier. Make sure you figure out what works and set a system. Um, That will really help you when there's a bunch of things you have to do by staying organized. You can make sure you'll get it done. I think the second thing is to make friends in each of your classes and have that, again, that support system. Because I think when times are tough in classes or like a impossible assignment, it's definitely my friends who I go to first. And just making those in your class will definitely make your experience better. Mm -hmm. I think that collaboration in class where you're not afraid, like whether it's with collaborating with the teacher or to collaborating with other students, you're right. That is how you are going going to be able to be successful in any academic sort of pursuits for sure. So thanks for that. Is there anything else that you think with regards to moving from grade eight to grade nine, like that you can think of in that summer that you prepared or you made sure you had or anything like that that can let those grade eights coming in know, those New Market and Bayview students coming in? Well, you know, I know nobody's actually going to do this, but <laughs> but uh, if you know what classes you have the next year, just take a look at, you know, the curriculum expectations for the class. They see, especially for math and science, I know some people might have trouble with going into grade nine from grade eight, just see what you're doing next year and see, did you actually... Do you actually have the prerequisite knowledge for that coming from grade eight? If you don't, and I know a lot of people didn't, and that was the reason they struggled, 
just go to there's so many free online resources you know all of these youtube channels like the organic chemistry tutor and then khan academy just to try and catch up try and bridge the gap a bit so that's great advice i didn't even think of that and all of those ministry documents are online so anyone can find them they're public um, knowledge so yeah that's great i think one more thing is just making sure you're organized i think for me just taking that that step on the day before school, making sure your Google Drive is organized, your calendar, or whatever system you have will make sure you start off on the right foot and you can continue that system throughout the year. Yeah, for sure. Those learning skills that you all know and love, um, those, having those and getting those really figured out in um, in the first you know, few weeks of grade nine can definitely set a direction for success. How do you feel like the change was academically from elementary to secondary school? Academically, you know, it's, I know grade eight teachers, they love to say this will never fly in high school. But, mm-hmm. you know, high school is obviously less tight knit than an elementary school, but it's still a community. And, you know, teachers, again, they they want to help you whatever way they can. So you, you're still able to, you know, go up to your teachers, talk to them about concerns, get assignments, you know, push back if you have something going on in your personal life. So I don't think it's that big of a jump. It's just that the expectations are a bit more rigid. Like if a teacher tells you something's going to be on a test, study study that for the test. You know, it's not like a grade eight test where you might get something, you might not get something. If somebody tells you something's going to be on a test, it's absolutely going to be on a test. But, you know, I really don't think the jump is that big because teachers are the same from kindergarten all the way to grade 12. They're, they're working in your best interest. They always just want to help you. So... You know, I think the jump is a bit overblown. Yeah, I completely agree as well. I think I was much more scared than I should have been. Um, Especially in grade nine, you might have more electives, more lighter courses. I think there definitely is more things that happen at the same time. So again, just just stay organized. Um, On another hand, I think that in grade nine and 10, you shouldn't be spending all your time academically. It is important, but you shouldn't over obsess over your grades at that time. I think the most important thing is that you're building your skills, building your knowledge. And I think grade 11 and 12, you should be fully focusing on your grades, but in grade nine and 10, you should be also spending time on those other things like building friendships and attending clubs and figuring out like what you wanna do post-secondary. So make sure grades are part of it, but just like don't obsess over it. Yeah, and I think that's a really important thing that we've kind of gotten away from a little bit where students are so focused on the mark as opposed to the learning because the learning is really what is necessary, right? It's really what's going to be what um, or how you figure out what you're going to do post-secondary. So really not being afraid to, you know, maybe go outside your comfort zone like one of you mentioned earlier with regards to courses even, like don't assume as a 14-year-old that you don't know uh, or that you don't like something unless you try it. So choosing a course perhaps that's that's outside of your comfort zone, might you might actually find out that it's really enjoyable, right? So it's just things like that or even taking a co-op, something like that where you learn uh, about a, a possible career path that you're interested in. Maybe it's a, oh yes, I love it. Or maybe it's a no, I'm really, but at least you're figuring that out young, right? So these are really great um, things for students to know. I think one really important thing is in grade nine and 10, you 
might think that what you're learning doesn't really matter or like it's not that important, but it is so important. Absolutely. It, it <laughs> accumulates, everything accumulates to grade 11 and 12. And if you have gaps in your knowledge from grade 9 and 10, you really will be hating yourself for it in grade 11 and 12. And I think there's two things that might be a reason for those gaps. When I was in grade 9 and 10, it was definitely that everything was online. You were at home. Nothing is proctored. Students are laissez-faire with their textbooks during tests. And unfortunately, that means you're not truly understanding. And then I see that in my grade 11 class where people don't know how to factor or like those small things that you should have been building up from grade 9 and 10 are lacking. And I think we see that as well. Everyone's like COVID learning gap, blah, blah, blah. And I think in the future, that's going to be with technologies like ChatGPT. If in grade 9 and 10, you're not doing your assignments because you think it's not that important or you can just get away with using other tools, you're really Really missing out on the learning and you won't be able to use those tools forever because like in grade 11 and 12 it becomes more complex and you really need to be able to have those prerequisite skills yeah. for sure for sure no it, it absolutely it, it's so important the, the knowledge is what and the the learning and this and developing skill sets like you said with study habits and work all of those sorts of things are really what's going to help you make those decisions that are post-secondary like i said with regards to it could be that you learn about you know the trades it could be learning about what college programs it could be what universities so there's so many different options keeping your mind open not making a decision really really young that i'm going to be at this when i grow up because if on the way there that pathway if if all of a sudden you start hitting these courses that I'm not interested in this at all, but you keep trying, then what's that going to look like post-secondary where you're really not enjoying it? It's really important that that journey, that pathway of courses where you get to choose what you love is really the most important thing. Um, and I know that a lot of students say, well, my marks went down in first year university or first year or whatever, but it should be that they're going up because you're choosing what you want to do, right? And that you're interested. And you know, it's great because you don't have to commit to anything. You know, in university, you're taking the classes, you're paying, but you know, in high school, you get to, you can try out whatever you want to do. Like you can take, uh, you can take uh, nutritional studies class. If you don't like nutritional studies, you can drop it. Now you know, okay, maybe I don't want to be a chef, but you don't have to commit to anything like you do in university. So it's great to just be able to try out as many options as possible. Absolutely. And your journey will continue when you hit post-secondary. So that's the thing you have to think about. It's all about choosing the best pathway for you as an individual and not, you know, trying to keep that noise out of there with regards to yes you have to obviously listen and and take advice from family friends teachers and everything but it's really you're the person that's on that journey so it's really important so what do you think grade eights need to know about uh pathway planning like when you when you are hitting so we've touched on it a little bit but when we talk about pathway planning by grade like, when do you think they should start be thinking about it? I mean, we can talk specifically about the careers course or whatever, but what are you guys thinking about that? I think in grade nine, you should be just exploring the different fields because I think in grade eight, you might have limited scope of what the different fields are like, what actually the jobs entail. So I think in grade nine, just by putting yourself in similar situations, like if you want to go into something related to politics, maybe you'll join Model UN. If you're interested in like going into kinesiology, maybe you'll take a course on that or you'll go 
join athletic council or if you're interested in like leadership you can join student council and i think as easy as people say just join clubs a lot of people don't want to join clubs if none of their friends join or sometimes it's really scary to do it um, but just just do it just join them all because you'll learn so much and i can say that from experience because in grade nine i did like stuff related to politics, related to computer science, everything on the planet. And it was really, really helpful because then I knew like certain fields that I just don't really like doing. And I think also get experience if that's possible. Like if you wanna go into computer science, maybe try building a few projects or um, it might be hard. And I'm not sure like people often reserve that to be doing like when you're in grade 12 or like when you go to university, but really with the internet, you can get started with a lot of things much earlier and it'll give you a grasp on what you like and what you don't like. One more thing, I think, especially when I was in grade nine, a lot of people will tell you, you can't do things like, you're not going to be able to do that like you can't do this you can't do that and then you'll do it and then you'll be like why did i like ever even like listen to those kind of people and that was like the huge thing i learned from grade nine because going in a lot of people will put restrictions but i think once you enter high school like your limits are non-existent you can do anything you want you can become student council president like full <laughs> or you can yeah you can really don't let your grade itself, like design what your high school experience should be like or other people, just set it for yourself. You know, I agree with Tirka not to design your whole high school path in grade eight, but I do think that you should have at least some sort of a feel for what you want to end up doing. Even if it changes, that's fine. But, you know, just to be able to know, maybe I want to do engineering. If that changes in grade 11, that's fine. But if you want to do engineering and then you haven't taken a math class, you know, that ends up being a bit of a problem later on. So if you have, you know, feel you want to go into STEM class, make sure you're taking, you know, some, some math classes, science classes. Even if that changes later, you have that foundation. If you know you want to do, you know, some sort of, some sort of political field, take writer's craft, take, you know, some of these classes, but just make sure that when you're picking your classes, you have some sort of feel for what you want to end up doing and making sure that the field that you want to go into, you're taking the right prerequisites for that. Yeah, no, for sure. And even for students, uh, I mean, grade eight might be a little bit young, but when I mentioned co-op, SHSM programs, uh, depending on each individual high school, they all have very different, I know health and wellness and business are two very popular ones. Most schools have those. Um, not sure if either of you took them, but these are opportunities. Another way, so we talk about clubs and getting involved with clubs, but SHSM is a good way to find out and take certifications and reach aheads um, that are in the health and wellness field. It could be, like I said, business, it could be uh, business certifications. So these are also different ways that you can sort of find your pathway and find your passion for whatever it is that you're looking for post-secondary. So yeah, thank you for that. When you're talking to, if you were talking to a grade eight, uh, what would you say um, with regards to guidance or whether or not you've had any experience with student success uh, teachers or, and I can, I can sort of fill in the gaps if, if you don't have the experience in, in either area, but um, I know you mentioned guidance, but what are some of the things that guidance can help you with? I guess that's the big piece. Well, you know, guidance, it's really 
a one-stop shop for everything. You, if you have, if you're having problems with your academics, you know, you go to guidance. Maybe they'll talk to your teachers to try and get some sort of accommodation for you. Or maybe you know, you, you guys can figure out together. If that's not the right thing for you. Maybe you figure out something else. If you're having some sort of personal problem, guidance will always be there to listen to you. They'll be there if you need some sort of like external support. They can get that for you. And really, just in every aspect of school, guidance is there to help you. So just remember that you know, if you're struggling, you know, and you don't feel like you can talk to your teachers, you don't feel like you can talk to your parents maybe that guidance is always there about for you so if you if you know your guidance counselor you should know your guidance counselor just have them somewhere so you can always go and talk to them when needed because you will need them at some point yeah and be proactive about it you can go in grade nine and set up a meeting and just talk to them introduce yourself ask a few questions i think building that relationship early is really good because They'll also get to know you a bit more because I think when guidance counselors come to give you like more important advice in grade 11 and 12, if they start to understand the type of person you are from grade 9 and 10, I think the advice can be better. Um, I also think when you go into guidance, definitely take everything with a grain of salt just because they are interacting with 500 different students. You're just one of those students. They don't know you 100% and they can't be giving you like omnipotent advice right so you really need to do your own research before you go in and if you do that you can be you can get better advice because you can ask better questions Um, and then again take that back as one source that's giving you advice and don't make all your decisions based on what someone else said no absolutely and I think it's so important that guidance is that sounding board but they're not giving you what you should be doing right it's about you know, weighing all the options and making sure that you have, but like I think both of what you said with regards to getting to know your guidance counselor early so that they know who you are as an individual. So then when you're making those big choices, uh, come post-secondary choices, they know who you are as an individual and they will be able to best support you. So yes, it is overwhelming because like you said, there's there's a pretty big ratio for a guidance counselor to, but when they truly know who you are as an individual, they're going to be able to service you the best way possible. So that was great. You know, I'm lucky because I've had two guidance counselors. The first one, I think I met like the first week of grade nine. Right. So I, I knew him since. And then the guidance counselor I had this year, you know, I, she was my French teacher last year. So it's mm-hmm. just like I knew her for the entire semester. And then she already knows, you know, my career path, all of these things that I'm involved in. So it's just kind of a natural thing that I can go and talk to her. That's great. Right. And for for students that um, may be struggling academically, student success uh, teachers are a way, a really great way to, to make sure they keep on track academically. So I just wanted to mention that, that they will be there. It's not, it's not uh, completely the same as a guidance counselor. Usually you would still connect with guidance, but it's somebody that can be there to help with uh, anything academically or within the classroom that they could, um, they could they're another just another support out there for you. So what's, I mean, you two are both so like, uh, so you've done such great jobs in, in high school and you're so successful in, in, in what sounds like a pretty uh, incredible so far career in high school. But what specifically do you like about high school? Well, you know, I, I like the opportunity to meet new people always. So, you know, when you have new classes, especially electives, it's great to just be able to make connections with, with people that if you just took, you know, the classes that you need for your path, you'd never meet. Like maybe you're doing a STEM path, somebody else wants to go into the trades, and then you guys both take, uh, let's say, again, a nutrition studies class. That's 
neither of your prerequisites, but you get to meet new people, you get to make connections with new people, and also the opportunity in extracurriculars to be able to just kind of expound on what you want to do after high school, after post-secondary, to be able to refine what you think your interests are, because those are going to stay with you for life. To be able, like, if you if you think you're into organizing and you join a student council, that gives you the skills to be able to be a leader later in life. If you think that you want to maybe try out for a basketball team in university, trying out for your school's varsity team, becoming a player on your varsity team and getting that experience will be really helpful. And it's just all of these extracurriculars, they're not just there. For no reason, they're not just there, you know, as gathering clubs, they're there because there's some sort of benefit to them. And the benefit is only there if you take advantage of it. Okay, I think for me, it was definitely interesting because everyone says the biggest part of high school is meeting a lot of people. But grade 9 and 10 were mostly online and then grade 11 and 12 doing IB, you're only with 60-ish people for all your classes. So it was definitely a limited pool. But I think, again, taking advantage of those extracurriculars because I know some students might also be in there where they're in a specific program interacting with specific people and then you can end up with very similar people all the time but going to those clubs is a great way to meet people with different pathways different types of people and through that you learn so much about yourself because I think in elementary school you might be like in a bit of a bubble right with very similar people that you've always grown up with but going to high school and meeting different people will really change your interests like you could become a whole new person um, I also think it's just a fun time because you're kind of discovering who you are, what your interests are, you're growing up, you have more freedom. So it's overall a really fun experience, but it can also be like scary because with that time can come different feelings. So I think um, it can be a fun time. And if you ever are going through something, definitely lean on a support system to make sure high school is a good experience rather than a bad. No, for sure. And I think there's been a really common thread in a lot of your answers with regards to getting involved. Like truly to have, and I was like that in high school. I was, you know, I played sports. I was on athletic council. I was on student council. I think it's such a, like it's such an important part of high school. And that's what I've often said to students that one test that you didn't do well in in grade 11 is not what you're going to be thinking about 10 years later. It's that team. It's that club you were, you're going to remember that, you know, I don't know, high school dance or whatever it is. So I think that th common thread that you've kind of woven through all of your answers is so important for students to, and, and oftentimes I find that students in grade nine, they think, okay, first semester, I'm just getting my feet wet. I'm not going to do anything. But I really, like you both have said, right from the start, like it's so important to get involved. Is there anything else you want to add that you feel like you haven't touched on for, for those grade eights transitioning into high school? Well, you know, I feel like we've touched on it a bit too much. But <laughs> again, I just want to say joining clubs is really <laughs> going to be the make or break, of, especially if you want to do something after post after high school which you probably should want to do something after high school of whether that's university college trade school joining a club is going to help you in so many different ways just from that social perspective from that you know getting your skills more refined perspective and from an academic perspective too it's going to help you so much and also something i want to add is your teachers are not the same as like your grade nine friends but your teachers are your friends Again, they want to help you. And when you know your teachers, when you're 
respectful to your teachers when you make an effort to get to know your teachers your teachers are going to want to help you too like it's a reciprocity thing so when you help your teachers by being a good student in class they're going to help you like if you're struggling with something if you if you might not understand something and an assignment's coming up the teachers if you're if you're respectful, if you do your work in class, they're always going to want to accommodate you. You know, if you need an extra day to work on something because maybe you have a shift at work, you have a hockey tournament, they're always going to want to accommodate you, especially when you're a respectful student. So just giving that respect to your teachers, letting teachers know what's going on in your life is really going to go a long way when you need help back from your teachers. One last thing I think is like imposter syndrome. I think a lot of students might feel that if they're going into like a special program or just a regular class. But just know that like not everyone is crazy smart or crazy pretty or crazy intelligent or funny or whatever. Um, oftentimes that's just like when you're being conscious of yourself, you might think that, but you are also all of those things and you will make friends and you will be fine. So really don't worry about those things and just put yourself out there so you can get the most out of your experience in one way is through clubs, but I think the other way is just in class and making friends and academically trying new things. Um, just don't put limits to yourself. And be yourself, yeah. like truly, you will find your people. You don't have to be some, I like that, that imposter syndrome. You don't have to play a game to be friend in a certain yeah. friend group. You will find your people, right? Yeah. So that's really important. So I want to thank both Fola and Turka. Um, I think this was a great conversation. I love all of the ideas you have, and I really want to, you know, wish you the best in your grade 12 year and your first year. Um, really excited to hear. I'm hoping I can hear what's going on uh, with what you're up to after. Um, but I really want to thank you um, for being part of this conversation today and sharing your experiences. If anyone is looking for any more information about secondary school, you can visit www.yrdsb.ca slash secondary for information about secondary school programs, graduation requirements, and resources to help you plan and build your skills and much more. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us for TuneIn YRDSB. Please join us next time to continue the conversation.